0: Hey everybody, this is Kim Peek and I am coming to you bringing you Hope in the Pain. Today I just want to thank you for joining me and today we are going to talk about words. Actually we're going to talk about one word and I will get more to that in a minute. But first I just want to tell you if you have not seen this before, not heard this before, Hope in the Pain is all about encouraging you. in your pain, whether it's physical pain, mental pain, emotional pain, whether it's a difficult situation in your life, whether it's a time of grief. We all know these times of life come and they're difficult. They're really difficult. They are exhausting and can be isolating at times. And so some encouragement, some inspiration is really important to just keep us going, keeping us doing as best as we can to not get stuck in destructive cycles or unhealthy cycles, but to just keep going and live the best life we can. Now, let's get back to one word. What do I mean by that? Why am I saying one word? Am I just going to pick a word and repeat it for the next 20, 30 minutes? No, don't worry. That's not what's going to happen here. What's going to happen is I want to share with you my one word that I'm focusing on for 2023. And a couple of years ago, I joined my um, one of my really good friends in doing this. We each pick a word at the beginning of the year, and it's kind of focused throughout the year. Not that it's the only focus, not that it's the only thing that we're working on in our lives or striving for, but just it's it's kind of the word that we we just kind of rally around in our own lives in a lot of ways. And so you may be wondering. What's my word for 2023? Now, the word I have for 2023, I'm kind of trying to build this up because when I say the word, it's not necessarily one of our favorite words that we use, but for me, I felt like it was really important for me for this year. So, the word is self discipline, and you may be thinking that's two words, honestly. Actually, it's hyphenated, so I'm counting it just as one. So for all you grammar people out there. Um, And so why did I pick that? Let me spend a little time talking about that. The reason I picked that is because um, for a number of years now, I've dealt with a lot of pain and symptoms due to my MS. And if you've listened before, um, I've talked about that um, a lot of times about what I'm going through. And I am gonna touch on some of that today. Um, But also, I just came to a point in my life where I was not as disciplined as I once was. I was not as disciplined as I wanted to be. And there were some things I knew that if I could kind of get back into my habits, it would be really good for me, really positive, right? And you know, when you're dealing with pain, and you may have found this as well, but when you're dealing with pain, it's really hard sometimes to get in that rhythm, to keep those patterns going, to have self-discipline in a lot of ways, because pain, sickness, grief, a lot of different things kind of, uh, kick us out of that, um, discipline that we want, kick us out of the, the routines, the patterns we want that are really healthy for us, really helpful for us, but we're dealing with so much. It's just really difficult to stay on the path, uh, that we want to be on in our life. And so, uh, for me, I came to the point where I really wanted to get, um, a few of those disciplines back. And so, um, not that I um, am trying to get back to where I was before I had a mess because I realized that's not going to happen in every way. But I did also know that there were just some ways that I could bring these disciplines back to my life that would be helpful at some level. Maybe not again to where they were, but at some level. So what I want to share with you are six or seven things, uh, depending on how inspired I am today, six or seven things that I have found in 2023 that have really helped me to get back some of those disciplines to some degree. Okay. Um, And I'm not even really going to go into what those are really, Uh, maybe I will on a different podcast, a different episode, but that's not what's important for today. Okay. Plus I don't have time because, um, that would make this a lot longer. So let's go ahead and talk about the things. And before I jump into them, um, I want you to do something for me and you may want to turn off the podcast here for a minute or two. Um, and then turn it back on when you're ready. But um, what I want you to do, and you're probably figuring this is where I'm going to end up going with this, so I'm going to say it at the beginning, is I want you to think of your word for 2023. Maybe it's 2024 by the time you hear this. No big deal. Maybe, um, you know, we're halfway into 20. 23 about, um, and so maybe you want to have this word for six months. It it doesn't really matter how long you have it for, uh, you can determine that, right? Um, but what's important is that you intentionally say, this is my word for this long. And I really want to see, um, this become stronger in my life, whatever it is, you know, whether it's, um, you know, love, whether it's, um, uh, Uh, integrity, whether it's hard work, uh, you know, whether it's friendship, I I don't know. I mean, you could pick so many words. It's, it's virtually unlimited that you want to focus on and that's your word for the year. Okay. So one option is to turn off the podcast right now and to just spend some time thinking about that word and then kind of think about applying these, uh, six, seven things that I'm going to go over to your life as you think about that word or to kind of take notes or take note of these and then, um, spend some time thinking of your word and, um, you know, kind of think about these in conjunction as you pick a word and, and focus on it. Um, maybe you already kind of have a word that you didn't, um, say, this is my word for the year, but it's something you've been working on. You know, it can come in so many different ways but I'd really like you to kind of have this word in mind, have a word in mind that's really important to you. Okay. And, um, so I usually end with words of hope so that the words of hope is actually going to be your word of hope, um, that you're going to focus on. So maybe what you want to do, and I do this a lot of times, um, with a couple different podcasts is I listen once and then I kind of go back and listen again, Um, just really with the intention of applying it to my life. Um, but the first time I just kind of listened through. So there's so many options, pick one for you, right? So that's what you want to do. So the first one is actually one of my favorite things I'm going to talk about today. And this came to me not long ago when I was, um, just doing some habits and I kind of made some progress in, in one of my goals and, um, what I realize is sometimes I'm tempted to, once I reach a goal, just kind of go, ah, you know, ah, yeah, I've reached it, we're done, uh, we can move on. But what I found is that that's not always uh, the best way to go because sometimes um, when i reach a goal, it's like, that just shows me what I've done to be successful and I need to keep doing it. And the words that came to my mind one day were What got you here will keep you here. Let me say that again. What got you here will keep you here. So, um, I've talked before, um, in previous, um, episodes about this diet that my sister-in-law is not only helping me with, encouraging me with, but she's doing most of the cooking for me, which is amazing. And so, um, I've been doing that diet and I have found that I'm getting more energy, which is really really helpful. Um still uh you know deal with fatigue from MS definitely, but you know, I'm not dragging all day every day. So I'm having some more energy and what I realize is that diet has really helped. And so what well, might be my tendency to think I can ease up on it. it's like wow, now I've arrived. No, no way, okay? What I need to realize is that diet got me here and that diet will keep me here. Okay. Now maybe I can lighten up a little bit at some point, but now's definitely not the time. And even when that does happen, it's not like I can just throw out the diet and, you know, eat pizza, you know, all the time and, you know, whatever I want. Okay. Uh, you can tell pizza is one of my favorites, but it's important to realize what got me here to this point where I've seen a little improvement in some things in my life What got me here will keep me here. So I need to, you know, lean into this diet and, and just realize it's helping me and not, not, um, get any less disciplined with it, but stick with it because it's going to help me keep that improvement in my life. Okay. Number two, uh, number two is to start each day with a win. So it's so important to do something in the morning. First thing that you're going to feel good about, that you're going to feel positive about, that's going to keep you moving forward in the day. Now that can be difficult depending on how ill you are, how difficult things are going that day, uh, how much pain you have that day, all sorts of factors, right? But let's say um, you're having a really bad day, whatever a bad day looks like for you. You can get up and you can make your bed maybe you can get up, you can brush your teeth. You can get up and read a devotion. You can uh, be laying in bed and just think about five or 10 things that you're thankful for. There are so many little things you can do that it's like your mind now is set that you've accomplished something, right? You've got a win for the day. And that is something that propels you forward, right? And for me, I try and get one of those ASAP as soon as I get up um, or as soon as I wake up, if I'm going to be laying in bed for a little while, because some mornings are like that for me. Actually, a lot of mornings are like that for me. I don't just get up automatically. That I'll read a devotion. I'll think about what I'm thankful for. There'll be some other things like that. I'll text a friend. Um, somebody I'm thinking about. Somebody I'm praying for. You know, I do something to get a little win for the day, and that pushes me towards more self-discipline in the things that are going to be positive and healthy for me. Okay, so you want to get a win first thing in the morning. You know, one more thing I want to say about get a win for the day. It used to be. That my wins for the day, um, I'd get up, I'd have some time of like praying, I would usually go on a walk uh, several times a week. That would be in the foothills with my dog, and I loved those times. And the morning getting up, getting around doing that, that was one of my favorite parts of the day, right? So, um, that wasn't a big effort usually because it was just my pattern. It was kind of my morning ritual. Uh, I was self-disciplined to do it because it just kept me mentally healthy and physically healthy. Uh, gave me energy. I enjoyed it, you know, uh, hiking, walking, my thoughts would just kind of go as I've thought about the day, as I thought about a project for work, Mm -hmm. um, and things just kind of came to me that would be helpful. So that was just an awesome time. So that's one thing I've really lost, right? Uh, So now, you know, what I've tried to start doing is read that devotion, have some prayer time. um, And then I am trying to start by getting 500 quick steps in the morning. Now, to a lot of people, that probably sounds like nothing like him. That is no big deal. But for me, sometimes, if I'm experiencing a lot of pain, that is a big deal. And so um, it just kind of depends on where you're at. Wherever you're at, you can have that discipline of helping you in your day. Okay. Okay. Number three. Now, number three is something. Uh, That has been really cool for me to think about as I think about self-discipline. And it was actually um, an idea given to me by a gal. She's a counselor who I've been going and talking with. That's been really helpful. She's so easy to talk to. And just as I just kind of work out some of my feelings about what I'm dealing with, right, and trying to get back into having goals and reaching them, um, so I don't really use the word self-discipline with her, but we've talked about the goals because I'm such a goal person and, and, uh, being, um, at the point of pain and, and just illness I've been the last couple of years, it has not been easy to make goals and, and keep them nothing like I used to do. And so she had this great idea that I have kind of woven into how I do things now. And she said, well, what Mm -hmm. if you looked at it as levels? And let me tell you what she meant by that. What she meant is to have levels of goals. And so like maybe one of my goals, um, in a day is to you know i want to exercise well again that's on a really limited basis on a good day it's on virtually you know this big on a bad day. And so she said, why don't you have level one, level two, level three, depending on the type of day it is. And you know, that has been so good for me. And so like with, you know, being active, I call it being active now. I don't even call it working out all the time, but being active, I can look at it as like level one is when I'm having a really bad day. Maybe I don't even try and do anything on that day. But since, you know, I have it defined out and I know that level one, I'm going to have that sometime. I'm not just being frustrated that I can't be active that day. I'm not being frustrated that I'm not doing anything. I'm like, oh yeah, this is a level one day. It's not going to happen today. It's okay. Hopefully tomorrow will be level two or level three. Now level two or level three are nothing like they used to be, right? For me. But Level two is, is getting up and being able to get around. Um, and then level three is actually, uh, maybe going on a a walk. There's a stop sign about, uh, two blocks away from me that I, you know, try and walk to and back with my dog. Okay. Maybe, uh, that's level three and, and maybe at some point level 3 it'll be a little more, but, um, and, and then I, I've started doing just a little bit with uh, weights, very lightweight on some days, not a lot, but again, um, and, and it's so crazy that I'm even saying this because I used to do so much more and, y- you know, to even be able to say the level I am at right now is very humbling, but it's helpful when I define it out. And I realize that's where I'm at. And there's level one, two, or three that I do as I can. Okay. Number four, I call it reframing. So there's a great mental health expert. I don't even know if he'd call himself an expert. He is, but I don't even know how he would describe himself. His name is John Deloney, Dr. John Deloney, D-E-L-O-N-Y. And it's the dr john deloney show it's a podcast i listen to a lot and i like him he is he's wild he's a wild guy um just his his exuberance is is kind of wild um and i don't always agree with everything he says which i think is good right it's good to listen to things we really have to critically think about but uh dr john deloney says um it's kind of uh in those hard situations, when we, um, come to the point that we change the question, why me to what am I going to do about this next? And, you know, I just love that reframing and that helps me, right? Instead of why me, why can't I do this? Why can't I do what I used to do? Why am I going through this pain? Why do I have a mess? Uh, You know, I could go on and on and on, right? About all of these why me questions. But instead of that, I mean, that's kind of a waste of time uh, to some degree, right? I mean, there gets to a point that that's just a waste of time. We're just spinning in our mind thinking about that. We're not getting anywhere. And so to think about what do I do next is really helpful. So, what do I do next? Um, this is tied to the whole idea of self discipline for me because it's like I don't need to waste time figuring out why me or, you know, what did I do wrong? What could I have done better? I need to, or, or I rather, I can say, what am I going to do next? You know, what am I going to do next? Um, which there's always some little step of self discipline i can do you know where am i at what am i going to do next and and then you know live that out right be positive about that don't live in denial of where i'm at that's the other thing it's not like denial like oh everything is peachy peach king right everything is great no it, it's realizing where i'm at being realistic about that but then the next thing is what can i do you know Um, And for me, that keeps me going. That keeps me motivated. Okay, number five. Number five for me is what I realize sometimes is that I come up with excuses. You know, when I've had a lot of bad days, really bad days, and then I have a good one where maybe I can get up and actually make my bed, where I can, you know, walk to the stop sign and back, where I can, um, you know whatever it is, right? Um, Instead of focusing on the fact that number one, I can't do what I used to do or number two, just kind of stay in the malaise of, oh, all these bad days and not realize this is a better day and do something about it, right? Then it just becomes an excuse. And I've realized that about myself, right? I don't really like saying that. Don't like saying that out loud. Don't like saying that Uh, to you all, but it's true. I can make excuses. And so what I try and think about is, you know, when I feel like I can do a little of something, do it. No excuses, but do it then, right? If I feel like I can hop in the car with my son and he drives us through the drive-thru to get coffee, don't think, oh, I'll do that later. Go ahead and do it now, right? Uh, there's rarely a time he's not up for going to coffee, right? If I'm able to just sit in the car with him. Um, and we always have good times. And we go to Starbucks on purpose because the uh, drive-through line is really long usually. So we can just sit there and talk. And I'm not doing anything. I'm just sitting there, right? And so um, that's what I try and do is not so much, oh, I'll do this later. But no, let's go to. to go to copy now and not make excuses. Okay, number six. This is the final one. Number six, really, it's it's not so different from kind of the last two, the idea of the last two, and that's to do what I can, right? Um, and, and to not be so caught up in all the things I can't do that I don't do what I can do, right? Um, and you know... I realized for me also, I used to go out and do things with friends more, and it's been difficult to do that. You know, my a lot of friends come in, visit me, which is great and I love, but um, it makes it hard for me to reach out to them, right? So I've tried to start being more proactive about texting people, right? Just saying, hey, how you doing? Keeping in touch that that's a step I can take and maybe I can't say, uh, you know, let's go meet for coffee all the time. But, um, well, maybe what I, I can do is just invite them to stop by when they're out in my area, or at least, uh, text them, ask them how they're doing about something in their life, someone I can pray for, uh, you know, just be proactive that way right? Because a lot of times I feel so self-centered in in the very, uh, definition of that word, what it sounds like I'm focused on myself. There's so much I need to focus on my health that, um, I, I need to make sure I'm focusing on others and I want to focus on others. I don't like having to focus on myself so much. I do that a lot more than I used to. So it's kind of that balance. It's kind of not losing that, um, that truth that I'm in relationships, they go both ways. And you know, what does that mean for me with what I can do now and to go ahead and do it to do what I can? Okay, that was really pretty short and sweet, I think. Um, I say that, and then I look when it comes out and it's usually right at thirty minutes, I thought, oh, I thought this is a lot shorter. So actually, I don't even know if this one is uh, shorter or not, but, What I do know is that all of these things really work to help us really stay on track with where we want to be with with what we can do in our lives, given our situation, right? So I just want to encourage you. I hope you wrote these down. Um, I'm going to read through them like one more time. And so let's do that. Number one, um, what got you here will keep you here. What got you here will keep you here. Number two, start each day with a win. Don't worry about how big or small it is. Just start each day with a win. Number um, three, levels. Have levels of your goals so that you can um, meet them where you're at at the time. Number four, reframe. It's not why me, it's what am I going to do next? What am I going to do next? Number six, don't make excuses. And number seven, I'm sorry, well, that was number five, number six, to do what you can. Okay, these, um, they're simple, they sound simple, right? And they are simple, but yet they will help you keep on track with what you want to do in your life, what you can do in your life, and where um, you're going to go from here, whether you are going up in your life or whether you're spiraling down based on your decisions, right? Um, There's only so much we can control with our health, so we do what we can, but there's a lot we can control with our mindset, with our attitude, and by doing what we can. So remember what I said for words of hope, words of hope, At the end of this episode is really word of hope. And I want you to come up with your word for the next six months, for the next year, whatever you want to do, but make sure you choose one and make sure you think about these six application points. And I know that you will do the most, make the most of your life. Have a great day. Come back and join me for the next episode of Hope in the Pain.